This is our new intro music. Is that what this is? What do you think? I like it. I feel like dancing. We're dancing. <laughs> what do you guys think? Are you guys dancing? If you're not, join us. <laughs> You'll feel better. If you're listening to this and you're not bobbing your head, you're not dancing, <laughs> check your pulse. Check your pulse is all I have to say. Because that is some good tunes. <laughs> I liked it. It's jazzy, upbeat. It wasn't annoying. <laughs> it was short. It was short. And it was short. It's key. All right. Well, Give us your feedback, guys. If you like that. Yeah. And if you don't, come to us with a solution. Yes. Don't just give problems. You hate those people. I do. I hate feedback with no solutions. We're problem solvers over here. I love feedback, but only when you're going to say, hey, we don't like your jingle, but here's a better one. See, I would agree with you to a certain extent, but I'm going to go and say, hey, I, I actually don't like feedback <laughs> unless it's put in between a compliment sandwich. Like, give me some something good first, ease me in, and then give me what you don't like. Hey, your and podcast... And then give me your solution. Your podcast rocks. Your jingle sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a better one for you. Perfect. Right. All right. Well, We'd I guess like I that. know how to deal with you. <laughs> Forever. Simple. Hey, Roz. You look great this morning. I noticed you didn't make me any breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but I love your podcast. I love the way that you try to subtly ask me to break, make breakfast for you by saying, are you having breakfast now? That's a nice little way. <laughs> I know that if you ask me that question, that means, hey, honey, I am hungry and I would like you to make me breakfast right now. It's exactly what it is. It's 100% accurate. But you don't... I don't always respond to the hint. You never do. I, um, never? Only when you're hungry. Usually... I'm hungry right off the bat, first thing in the morning. I had to make my own breakfast this morning. Was that a challenge for you? A, yes. And B, double yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a challenge and I was disappointed. Oh, what, what, what aspect of making your own breakfast was disappointing? Your, your bagel with salmon, which took you all of two minutes. What was disappointing about it? It wasn't... As delicious as what you would have made. You would have made waffles or you would have made oatmeal with fruit. Okay. I hear you, but... I get a plain bagel and salmon smacked on it. Hey, you love (laughs) your bagel locks or whatever it is. That was cream cheese, but yeah. Yeah, don't do the cream cheese. I like cream cheese, but A, I can't be bothered to measure cream cheese. So it's just easier not to do it. You know we have those cool little... Two ounce sachets in the fridge. I know we have those, but I also don't. It's I'll, not worth the them. fat. It's not worth the fat. I know you. I steal them from hotels. Never went away. We've had them for like six months. I love travel pack, handy little sachets and travel packs of things. Uh, they're just so convenient. Like we have some little peanut butter sachets in the pantry. I always throw those in a ziploc and take them with us when we go away somewhere for the weekend. So convenient. I've never seen you eat one. Super easy to scan. I use, use them all the time when I'm traveling. For travel, I can see that they're easier. At home, it's just as simple to... Yeah, of course. I agree. 
I don't use them at home. Are you going to let me I talk on this? I use them when po- traveling, exactly what I said. <laughs> Can I talk at all on today's episode? <laughs> but, okay, I'm, I'm picking up on uh, another hint. One, Jason would like me to make his breakfast every morning. <laughs> Two, no interrupting Jason on the podcast. Noted. However, the reason I don't use the cream cheese more so is because it's not worth the fat in a typical cream cheese. You can get a low-fat cream cheese, and it's not too bad as far as macros go. And taste. I don't, you know, when I put cream cheese on the bagel with locks, it's not about the taste. I'm, I'm so, at this point, 39 years of age, for so many years doing the low-fat thing, I'm just as accustomed to eating low-fat cream cheese as I am regular. Yeah, and I think I actually get that a lot with people when they're trying to cut fat out and they're like, oh, 0% fat Greek yogurt tastes like crap. And I'm like, well, sure, the consistency and texture of the full fat one is, there's definitely a difference, but I'm the same. To me, it's like, it's not worth the additional fat just to have that slightly creamy red texture, which is, I think, what you would probably get with the like, with the cheese as well, right? Yeah, and and I love the taste of smoked salmon, so it's worth it. I just eat the smoked salmon. Exactly, and the smoked salmon is the the key component of the lox bagel. That's the that's the the ingredient that has all the flavor and taste in it, right? Right. If you're gonna put cream cheese on it, it needs to be as a secondary flavor. So you get the smoked salmon with a hint of cream cheese. Exactly, and same with my yogurt. I don't just have it plain. I throw a whole bunch of fruit in there and granola so for me the yogurt is more like a delivery device for all the other yummy stuff exactly and a good way for me to get my protein in so yeah that's there's our breakfast summed there up nicely <laughs> there's method to our madness if Some... you think we're crazy for doing low fat cheese and greek yogurt that's why we do it cream cheese mm. not just cheese Sorry, cream cheese. I'm, I'm curious to, as to where cream cheese comes from. The way in which it's made? Just where is it? Where, what, what is it? What do you mean? It? it comes from a cow. It's dairy. There's no cow that you milk and you get cream cheese. No, but it's to do with curd, separating curds and whey and all that stuff. Like You know, the whole process of making cheese, which I really don't understand. <laughs> and I think I must have Googled it <laughs> several times. <laughs> hey, if anyone out there... Knows the whole cheese-making process. Enlighten us. Specifically cream cheese to me. Okay. But yeah, cheese in general, it's fascinating. <laughs> it is. It is. It's just fascinating. So big news. What's the big news? Well, A, since our last podcast, we have launched the book. I, I'm like overwhelmed. I don't even know what to say about that. It's, Why are you overwhelmed? You did not write the book. I recognize how monumental it is. It's... It's, it is huge. You're right. It's, it's the big news. Everyone is talking about it. I know. And everyone's buying it, which is even better. We have sold quite a few copies, which is nice. People, it's, it's nice to work hard at something and actually see it. You know, it wasn't like we put this book out there and it was silence. Yeah. That would have, you know, like the crickets. <laughs> like, oh, great. Everyone likes our, our book, but no one's buying it. <laughs> Shout out to Jacqueline. Bought two copies of it. Thank you, Jacqueline. She's going to read it twice. <laughs> Maybe she's giving a copy away. But, yeah, I mean, the book's done well. 
so far, just pre-orders. We're, you know, a couple weeks away from actually having it in hand. Mm, but make sure you get your pre-order in because that first run, we only got a limited number of copies in, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, we have a limited run to start because we didn't know how well it would do. But, uh, yeah, obviously we'll have a second edition at some point. But, yeah, it helps us understand how many we need to order and all of that stuff. We're still a small business. Mm -hmm. And uh, But other big news is I got two other things. We wrote kind of a second book. We did. Accident. Our first, first book together. First book together is an accident. <laughs> I, um, I think it started as an idea of, a, of just being a blog post. That's and, what it was. And then you just couldn't help but get more involved and give more detail. And then you made it into... I wrote this like five-page Word document that you turned into a book. You take these basic <laughs> things and then make it look pretty, but then you get mad every time I tell you to do that. But it's like, hey... You're good at that. That's what happens. You get asked to do it again. <laughs> oh, damn. A long time ago, I was, I was uh, working at a Globo gym, and there's this little Asian lady. She's older. Her name was Yoko. Like, it's not meant to be a joke. Her real name, you know, her name was Yoko. And I was, I was mopping the floor as a trainer. Mm -hmm. And she came up to me, and she said some... I wish I remember exactly what she said, but she says... You know what's going to happen if you do this good? And I said, what? They're going to ask you to do it every time. <laughs> and I said, noted. That is noted. very wise and very true, which is probably how I set myself up for always making you breakfast and dinner and That's exactly lunch. it. That's exactly it. But I did the dishes. I should have done a terrible job the first time I did it. That's why I do a bad job at the dishes. My actually, you know... You, you're 100% right, or Yoko was 100% right, because I remember uh, Claire and I, our, our flatmate at university, he did the, that exact thing. He did a terrible job of cleaning the kitchen one day and, and doing the dishes and making dinner for us. That From that moment on, we never asked him to clean the kitchen again. That's what I'm doing. We thought he was dumb, but actually he was... It's very smart. A genius. Smarter than you guys. God damn it! <laughs> Uh, so anyway, tell me about um, where, when, how people can get this. This is going to be a free book, correct? The Intermittent Fasting Guide is a free ebook. So people who have asked me for years, because let's give the backstory. I'm an intermittent faster. Yeah. And that's not anything cool, special, unique. You don't have to do it to do flexible eating. I just, you know, people ask me all the time, how do you get to eat so much at night, pizza, donuts? Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is I save up a lot of my food throughout the day. There are days, what, what 8 o'clock at night, I haven't ate. Yeah. Which, some days I just, I mean, that blows my mind because when I think, well, he went to wrestling and he did like two hours of CrossFit and coaching and walking the dog and just like everything that we do every day and I'm like how have you not eaten yet you crazy man well as I say in this book you're not gonna die and you're definitely right with that <laughs> you know it's, it's people get hangry and cranky and you know think oh I haven't ate for four hours I'm, the world is gonna end like people go days weeks what about Gandhi <laughs> I don't know how many days he did he did a lot a full-on hunger strike, but yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, and, and obviously I'm basing this simply off a small memory I have of watching Gandhi 
the movie <laughs> I in like seventh movie. grade history, <laughs> but he had some water. <laughs> yeah. So it's not you like I'm... You would die within a right. few days without water. I wake up, I have my black coffee, I have whatever water, and I don't purposely do it. Or not to say that I don't purposely do it. It's not like my intention that for the day is like, okay, hold strong to 8 o'clock. Yeah. And don't eat. What happened this morning? I was hungry. Yeah. So I made... And I think, yeah, that's normal. So I made breakfast. But there are days where... We wake up at 6, the alarm goes off, and it's straight to training people, phone calls, working on projects, workouts, etc. And I don't eat. Mm-hmm. And I don't lose my mind about it. So, and, and the truth of the matter is, for those of that have seen our bios on the website, ownyoureating.com, or you know, if you, if you have read part of the book yet, if you're listening to this later on in, in the bio about me, grew up wrestling multiple days where we just would not eat to make weight and it just became part of my life and then I would enjoy a good old-fashioned binge Mm -hmm. you know so I still enjoy that aspect of eating so it's not uncommon for me at eight o'clock at night to be eating pizza and donuts and whatever I want and then lying on the couch (laughs) fast asleep Mm -hmm. but that's what I enjoy Mm -hmm. and people have asked me about it and what we've tried to do is break down what intermittent fasting is, give you a nice, easy way to give it a go. Yeah, and I think you you kind of highlighted two things that we talk about in the guide there. And One was, you know, it's very much about trying something new and just allowing your body to adjust to something that it's not accustomed to and easing yourself in sooner like you know it, it you will be able to acclimatize to it or your body does adjust like just because you're not used to it right now doesn't mean that your body won't get used to it and i think that goes for anything and i think part of what we did in the book was say hey here's a trial exactly give this a try because mm-hmm. i think what's going to be cool for a lot of people if you do give it a try i think the bigger look there's health benefits associated with intermittent fasting those have been found we don't get too sciencey in this book Hmm. it's really just about what it is and and how you can go about giving it a shot but there's health benefits you know your body not eating doesn't produce free radicals which are linked to cancer and other things but the bigger picture is understanding you're not going to die yeah like that's what i like about it people do it and they realize okay so for example somebody gets up normal time 6 a.m you for example this is you 6 a.m. you wake up, if you don't eat by 7, you're freaking out. You're like, I'm starving. I can't. Side note, this is not actually this me. Is, this is this a is, full-on exaggeration and you. embellishment. This is libel, and I will see it. <laughs> it is not libel if it's fact. So you get crazy. I need to eat. I'm going to die. I have no energy, etc. I'm going to pass out. And then me over here on the, at the kitchen counter looking at you like you're a lunatic. <laughs> so I think it's important, you know, whether that is you or not, for someone to say, okay, let's see what happens if I just simply skip breakfast. Am I going to die? What happens? Okay, I'm a little bit hungry. Maybe I feel a little bit lightheaded. Maybe I'm cranky, irritable, etc. But I don't think anyone listening to this podcast will actually die from skipping breakfast. Mm-hmm. No. So 
it's a good learning opportunity to say, okay, I didn't die. Now, next time I'm really hungry or feeling really hungry, how can I start to control that emotion associated with it and feelings of hunger? Yeah. And I think that's important. Um, mindset definitely has something to do with it. And something else that you had mentioned that I wanted to come back to was, you know, sometimes we do get busy and we, we get up and we get absorbed with our phone calls and our coaching and then these other projects. And this actually happened to me on the weekend. And I wound up both Saturday and Sunday not eating until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is weird for me, like, that you, is. like you just said. But the point being, my mind was so focused on something else that I didn't allow my body to kind of take over and demand food. And I think that's part of it, you know, where your mind is focused. Are you, are you, you know, are you telling yourself, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I need to eat. Are you, are you thinking constantly and focusing on the fact that you're not eating? Because if you are, then you're probably going to wind yourself up and you're going to hate intermittent fasting. So give yourself a break. Like, try to allow your mind to focus on something else. And uh, I think that will really help with your success as well. I, I find Maybe. the days I don't eat, I'm, my clarity is higher. You know, we can go into a workout. To me, it never affects my workouts. I feel, I feel just as good, if not better. There are days where we've ate prior to a workout, and my body just feels exhausted. Where days I don't eat, I feel more energized. Yeah, I think that there's definitely something to be said for that. Because if you've eaten, you know, within one or two, one to two hours before you work out, you're, you know, your body is having to divert energy to the whole digesting process. Exactly. Going on. So that will take away from your workout. So I can definitely see how you would feel better and, and more energized um, going into a workout with nothing in your stomach. So I think that that's a big takeaway for, for people out there who, who may find that they have that that struggle sometimes in workouts where their energy is just not consistent. Not consistent. Why, a good not, way to put why it. not give intermittent fasting a try and see how you perform? And those are the kinds of measures you should be using with your intermittent fasting. Um, try it. Yeah. And if you, like you said, I think what you said well was consistent. There are days where, here's a great example. Yesterday we worked out, we hit uh, that 13 minute AMRAP. And went nuts out the gate and then we've all kind of the way I put that feeling is like that sugar bonking feeling mm. where you just feel your body's sugar level decrease. Mm -hmm. I feel that sometimes on the days I've ate before working out. You know, it depends on the workout, depends on the day, depends on other stresses I've had. But I will say most days when I haven't ate prior to working out, I have a more consistent energy level throughout a workout. Mm. And that's definitely got something to do with the hormonal reactions taking place in your body and your um, your glucose and insulin levels and all that, which obviously corresponds with food. Where can so, they get this book? Let's stop boring them with science. Where can they get this book? <laughs> they can get it online, but it's not going to be available until Monday. Oh, Monday. Yeah. So, so coming Monday. Space. I'm going to probably put a post with the link uh, out there on Facebook, but also... Anyone who's already subscribed to our newsletter, they'll get a link with the free ebook. Um, cool. So if you're not subscribed yet to our newsletter, go to the site 
find that little box on the home page. I believe it's on the front page. And, so uh, newsletter, obviously, if you're in the tribe, you'll find out. And if you're yeah. not in the tribe, you should be on your eating tribe on Facebook. It's where the magic happens. Yeah, that's where the whole support system lies and we'll definitely be sharing it with the tribe so make sure you're there or make sure you're signed up to our newsletter and uh, you'll get your free guide we have other big news but before we get to that other big news what i wanted to say we kind of started to touch on it right now is i wanted to give a shout out to our local box here oh yeah north naples crossfit yeah so i don't know that they listen but if they do you know matt dario dom who else mags nicole and all the members mm -hmm. but let's talk about this you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast are CrossFitters. Mm -hmm. This day and age in CrossFit, what's the, what's the cool thing? Besides all the new gear that you can get? Yeah, besides wearing, <laughs> you know, wrist wraps, knee sleeves, nanos. Those new, uh, um, what are they, Noble? Nobles, <laughs> a, a helmet, whatever you need to the wear to work shorts. out. <laughs> Obviously, wear a pair of the natural grips. Use code... Ackerman to save 10% off your first order. Yes. Or not your first order, any order. Yeah. And they just got some new ones that came out. Yeah, and I got a sweet shirt from them as well. I love it. So check out the natural grip. Code Ackerman, 10% off. That's not what we're talking about. Point is, the the cool thing this day and age is volume. Oh, that that's become the new cool thing at CrossFit. I was thinking about this because we talk a lot about volume and intensity because at you know, our training schedule has had to change with us just having so much more demand on our time. And I was thinking about this. It's hard because you see the volume and intensity that that is there at the games. And that's like, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's the, the, the peak. Well, that's what you, your aspiration is. Even if you know it's so unrealistic, then you never want to go to the games. But those are the people that you look up to and respect. And you think, wow, they can do four wads in a day that are crazy hard, plus they're in the blistering heat. It sort of gets into your mind that you need to be training harder and longer as well. Personally speaking. No, right? I think that's a fair point. I think that's a common theme. But let me just point out one thing you said that irks me. Uh-oh. And it's not you. This is in general, the term intensity. Yes. So you use the term intensity for these games athletes. And don't get me wrong. They are training with intensity. Mm -hmm. But intensity is relative. And most people aren't chasing intensity. They're chasing the volume aspect. Mm -hmm. Because I would argue with you that since minimizing our overall volume, we are actually training with more intensity. So just to put a little tiny bit of science out there, the way CrossFit measures intensity is your power. Power is force times distance over time. That's a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. So when people talk about, well, it's intense because it's hot, it's intense because of this, no. Force times distance over time. How much weight did you move? How far did you move it? How fast did you move it? That's it. So yes, these games athletes train with the, this incredibly high amount of intensity, but so can we. What we chase is that volume that they're also doing. Mm -hmm. And people watch the games or regionals as they're coming up or these road to the games documentaries on CrossFit, etc. And they think, well, these athletes are doing it. I need to be doing it. Roz has completely stepped away from this podcast in the moment. Um, I don't know how you continue to talk and not get parched. I'm parched. I've, 
I come prepared. I have a coffee and a water sitting next to me. <laughs> I didn't realize we were going right into that until I could I did, I did draw you into our podcast, because if I didn't start playing the jingle, you would have not looked up from your computer. <laughs> so, okay, she's back. I'm back. I don't know what I, I, but, but here's the analogy I make. You know me. Those that listen know me. I train jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. I watch the UFC. I hand out ass whoopings <laughs> Monday through Friday at Fight Sports in Naples. I also get my ass kicked quite a bit, right? But after... Throwing down an ass whooping on my buddy Conkle and tapping him out to an arm bar, I don't think that I should call up somebody in the UFC and fight them. Right? Right. The same analogy would hold true in CrossFit. You show up at your local box, throw down a three minute Fran, which is impressive. Don't fool yourself, you're not going to the games. Mm-hmm. Right? The percentage of the athletes that are going to the CrossFit games, it's like 0.0 zero, a lot more zeros, one percentage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why should we think that we should train with the same volume that they do? We're not at their level. And what I've learned, the point I, the reason I brought this up was to talk about how I have found, I don't know if you will agree with me, that going to your box, your local box, in our case, North Naples CrossFit, which has a tremendous program brought to us by Matt, an amazing community. Our intensity has been higher. You know, and again, that's not a negotiable. We are moving more weight faster, mm-hmm. period. We're getting better results. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> it's not as fun of a conversation if you just sit there and agree. I do agree, of course. I, there's, there's always something to be said for... for Pushing yourself harder by being in that right environment, surrounded by other people who are pushing themselves too. Like, of course, like if I do a workout on my own, I'm not, well, I would say I'm not achieving the same intensity, but I do kind of. You're not. That's a fact. That's again, like you, you need to stop thinking you, to you, intensity is um, arbitrary. No, it's not arbitrary. It's not arbitrary. I'm saying. I'm the kind of person that pushes myself to my full potential, regardless of what the hell else is going on. That's BS. I 100% disagree. No, I'm saying that for the majority of the case. When it comes to a workout like yesterday... So yesterday, but these people don't know what we did. Yeah. Let me explain it. 13-minute AMRAP, as many rounds as possible, similar to the CrossFit Open. These movements were 55... Calories on the rower, 55 thrusters at 95, 65, mm-hmm. or whatever you scale to, 55 pull-ups, 55 handstand push-ups. Yeah, and so if I go back to what I was about to say, I know if I'm being honest with myself, had I done that workout on my own yesterday, you're completely right. I would not have achieved the same intensity as if I had gone to class. The reason being because I frigging hate thrusters. <laughs> I, in my mind, I already tell myself I'm not good at them, which is bad in and of itself, you know. So being in the gym and in that environment is really beneficial for getting my mindset right and for actually just helping me push through those horrible movements that I generally don't like to do. And having someone that I can keep my eye on who I, you know, know... I, I strive to 
keep up with or at least be relatively close to. So who was that yesterday? So I think like just based on the group that we had yesterday and on the various modifications people were making, we were all at fairly different levels, but I knew that I just wanted to keep up with Alison as best I could. Like I wanted to be like just behind her. I knew I wasn't ever going to be like neck and neck with her, but I wanted to not be more than one movement behind her. I like that. And I say that a lot when you're in class, you know, if you're the best in class, how far can you separate yourself? Mm. If you're, you know, not the best, like yesterday for me as well, like I didn't, I was with a group of studs, right? Ryan, Matt, Jacob, and Vince. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I knew Dario's score going in. You know, and, and you're—I don't know why you're laughing. I think it's because that morning. You know, first of all, let's also get this out there. You can't cherry pick when you go to class. That's what you're 100%, saying. hundred percent, and that's what I'm saying as well. Like, if we hadn't—we'd started getting into the routine now of going to class. It's it, this really no debate about it we're doing it and if we're not doing it you know it's because i'm probably cherry picking and i shouldn't be doing well, it's that. a rest day like today we're probably not going to go in because we've gone countless days in a row yeah and we're going more so because it's fun yeah like i said to matt yesterday i want to come today like even though it's a workout i don't want to do because it has running in it but i would only be going because i was looking forward to and jake texted me this morning like hey come to this class and i'm like I need to rest. My body, I'm old. Mm-hmm. These guys don't realize, I'm in that class. Come on, give me a little credit here. I, know, a bunch I see of where this studs, conversation's going. A bunch of studs in their 20s. I see where this conversation's Where's this conversation going? going? Because the other day, who was it, Max, said to you, he asked you how oh. old you were. <laughs> oh, you laugh like you weren't going to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up. Oh, well, he, said, anyway, he thought I looked 32. He thought you looked 32. I'm almost oh. 39. Yeah. So you're doing very well for yourself. Um, Thank you. But that wasn't the point. The, you know, the point was, you know, we're heading in more. So you're forced to do these other movements. And I was saying, like, I was with a bunch of studs. Did I want to beat all of them? Yeah, but, you know, Jacob is... A monster. I didn't think I could beat him in that workout. But then I was, you know, on each movement, okay, hang with them on the row. Mm-hmm. You know, stay ahead of <clears throat> Matt on the thrusters. And then you just, you know, the guys are kind of shouting out where they're at. So you kind of know where you need to be. And, I mean, for the first time in years, every workout, I'm finding myself on my ass struggling to breathe. <laughs> right? From last week's Randy to, you know, what have we did? Those intervals, the I mean, I couldn't sleep the other day because my legs, I was getting the Jimmy legs. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I think we're on the same page here. Like, I agree 100% with what you're saying. Intensity is just not the same when you're working out. So There's, there's no way, here, you know, an example. And again, this isn't all about, you're doing it as well. I'm just giving you my stories. The other day on Tuesday, when that last interval was assault bike snatch, assault bike, you know, three-minute AMRAP. Oh, God, that was terrible. I would have not finished that last bike, but having people around me, you know, and sometimes it's just the right person, like Ryan saying, like, finish, like, could I have done it without him? Sure. Would I have? No. Mm-hmm. Or holding on to that bar for every power clean on Monday, you know, kicking up one more time. With the, you know, and I think you are doing the same, whether, you know, sometimes you're getting a little frustrated with your ability to, to maximize intensity, but you're certainly doing the same. In class. Yeah, I think I just feel it in different ways. But I kind of like 
don't, I don't know whether there was something else you wanted to add to that whole conversation. No, I just wanted to say this is not meant to promote simply North Naples CrossFit. It just happens to be our community here in, in Naples. But the point is we get a lot of questions all the time. You know, what, what should we do for training? You know, should we do X, Y, or Z? Find a good box and hit classes with a hundred percent of your intestinal fortitude. Like if you feel like you left class and you could do more, you didn't give it a hundred percent. You know, and that's not entirely true. I, I tell you what, like I've seen you squat after classes yesterday. You and Allison squatted. Jake and I were over in the corner with Matt doing Ramwa. Like I was like, I literally can't squat. Like that's how fatigued I've been. And I love it. But I have noticed doing some of those strength, um, the, some of the performance workouts after class have been a real struggle to get them done after class. Like I've noticed a significant reduction in my ability to, to do that strength work. So, so that's interesting too. Like I definitely am getting an intense workout. But I think more to the point what you're saying is, one, like go, ideally – Go to a CrossFit box and because that's what we love and we think it's fun and and work out. Well, with your, they, well, work out with your community, but if not, you're struggling with your training. Like, make sure in the very least that you have some kind of a buddy that you're working out with because you will work harder and you will start to get some of those results if you are achieving this level of intensity. Absolutely, and your buddy doesn't even have to be. At your fitness level, you know, your buddy, no. you could show up to, I could show, you know, for example, um, Friday we went to class. It was all women and me, mm -hmm. which was pretty sweet. But I still wanted to do my best and it was cool because we partnered up and Mags was yelling at me and I knew what she got and I, you know, you see other scores on the board. And for me, 10 plus years into CrossFit, this is one of the first times in my life that I've been able to enjoy that community of CrossFit because I don't own the box and I just show up in new class. I don't have an influence over the programming. Mm. And it's been really fun for me. So, yeah, numerous levels. One, get out there, support your local box. And, of course, this is very CrossFit-related, but that would, that would hold true for whether you're doing yoga, Zumba, or anything. Get out there and... You know, it's it's. Yeah, you're supporting your community, and you in, in return, your community is supporting you. And you know, and it's that's instrumental in in developing this healthier lifestyle. And it's really cool too because the world is full of assholes this day and age. And it's <laughs> like you go to any CrossFit box, you know. And don't get me wrong, there's assholes at CrossFit, but you go to a CrossFit class, you take that four thirty class. You, you show up at 5.30 at the end of class or for the beginning of the 5.30 class, and we've worked the asshole-ish aspect out of it. Like it's like the nicest place you'll ever be. It's like sunshine mm -hmm. and rainbows because we've gotten just you know, whatever nonsense out of our system, and everybody's just happy. We've all accomplished something, blood, sweat, tears together. It's a great place to, to be. Yeah, I think, you know... It's funny, actually this reminds me of a post that was in the tribe, but it's like any accomplishment that you have in this world, it doesn't mean anything unless you're sharing it and experiencing it with other people. And uh, it's funny, that just made me think of the, the post you'd put in the tribe about what would your last meal be and if you didn't have Jordan. to worry about macros. Yeah. And, and he said he would, 
he's not so worried about his last meal. He, it would be more important to see certain people. And, you know, that's beautiful, and it made me think as well. It's 100% right. Like, sitting on the sofa eating four donuts just because I can doesn't mean anything if I can't sit on the sofa and share them with you, you know? Oh. And not obviously share my macros. I just mean <laughs> the experience of devouring them next to you. <laughs> you know, and I enjoyed my four donuts Sunday night. That. We sat there quiet, nothing yeah. on the TV, just eating those that donuts. That was nice, actually. That was nice. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I just wanted to wrap that conversation up because I don't think you expected I didn't expect to talk about it. But I think when you've been involved in CrossFit long enough, you kind of lose sight of that. Hmm. You know, and sometimes just going back to the foundations and the basics is where it's at. Yeah. And, and the last piece of that is I can say with certainty since kind of getting back on that bandwagon for the last two weeks or so, my, the weight on the scale has been better for me. I feel better. My body just feels better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy with how I look. So there's, there's certainly something to that, you know. And not to mention, we have more time. Uh, yeah. Like, That's the, the we're best in thing and about out. it. We have more time and we're having fun with our friends. I look forward to going in, like, yeah. every day. Um, last thing, because we, we rambled on about that. But you have something cool we're going to put out on Saturday. Oh, is that right, Saturday? I think so. We're the, waiting for... The intro to be finalized. Yeah, we're just waiting for some last-minute last edits. It's pretty sweet, but your first vlog. My first vlog with some Q&As. And um, we'll see how it develops over time. But, yeah, there's... I mean, I managed to get 20 minutes out of this first one. I couldn't believe how you long like it ended up being. You love to Who talk. Who knew? Who I knew. I knew. <laughs> I could have told you that. I could have told you that months ago. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so coming up, I answer a few questions that um, that some people came, came up with in the tribe. And, um, and a couple of people sent us ones on Instagram. Yeah, so watch the space Saturday. Hopefully I'll be releasing my first vlog. So let's start with this out there. we got a lot of stuff that comes out all the time. What do you think is the best way for people to just stay on top of it? You know, we have a podcast every week. We put up a transformation every week. We do a recipe every week. Uh, we just put some free books out there. We have the a website. Bo- just 100%. go to ownyoureating.com backslash forward slash. Which <laughs> no, ju- yeah, just go to ownyoureating.com. But if you go to the blog. If you go to the blog, we put most of our posts there. You know, daily we add something. But if you're worried about missing anything, just sign up for that newsletter. We you, promise we don't bombard you with marketing material. You do like one maybe like, every week or two. Yeah, one email just with a little summary just to remind you of maybe a recipe we put out and shared or, you know, for instance, next week I'm going to send out this free ebook. Um, but but really just to remind you what's going on and then you're at liberty to go to the site and, and see what other cool and free content is up there on our blog. But that's where most of it is going to be. And then obviously in the tribe, you know, because we put, we have different avenues. We post on Instagram, we have a fan page, but most of it it travels through the blog at some point and makes its way to the newsletter. But if you're on Facebook and you're not in our tribe, be there on your eating tribe. I mean, like we've just, we've just spent the majority of this conversation talking about how important community and, and being a part of a community is in terms of you achieving your goals and, and just making your life happier and healthier I mean that's exactly what the tribe is for your nutrition that is your support system if you need support you have questions about anything 
that is where you need to be. Like, this is what it's going to make your life easier. There are people there who are going to hold your hand along the way and make you laugh. And they're down in the dirt there with you too. When you're having a bad day, there's other people out there in the tribe having crappy days too. So definitely a place I highly recommend you be if you're on this flexible eating and own your eating journey with us. Very cool. Very cool. Well, that's about it. We, we put a ton out there. We had our first book, our second book, our first vlog, uh, you know, chat about CrossFit. Do us a favor. If you have bought a product of ours, yeah, leave us a review. Yeah, go on to the website. You should have an account if you bought a product. And I believe if you just log into your account, if you, for some reason you're logged out, you can click on the product that you bought and leave a review. If you're in the Florida area, Georgia area, and you want us to be at your box, your gym, your house, <laughs> go fill out, host a seminar. Your donut shop. <laughs> host a seminar on Own Your Eating. We've we got some lined up, right? We've 16th, got Orlando. 17th. Lined up. I think we have another one. I, I believe it's live on the site, actually. You can go buy tickets. So if you're in the Orlando area and you want to catch us at one of those two, June 16th or 17th, you can buy a ticket there. Mm-hmm. If you live anywhere else in the country, I will dare say the world, <laughs> and you want to host us, fill that out. Yes. Fill that out. So until next week, you got plenty of ways to keep in touch with us. Check us out on Instagram, Own Your Eating. Check out the fan page, Own Your Eating with Jason and Roz. Be in the tribe. Listen to this podcast. Well, it's kind of redundant if you're hearing this. <laughs> and uh, Get your friends to listen to get it. Get your friends to listen. Get the book. Watch our videos. We appreciate you all. Any last words, Roz? Why don't you um, take a seat and I'm going to make you lunch. That's like magic to my ears. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to go. I got to have some lunch. And we will see you guys or we will speak to you guys next week on this podcast. Should I take it out with a little... Uh, Do we have some music? I'll get some outro, outro? music. All right. <laughs> Bye.